Welcome to Mayhem Monday, the only Monday that starts with an M and ends with a day. Okay, welcome to the next episode. I went through all the days of the week, and you were correct, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I thought about it, and I was so like... So Monday is the only day that starts with an M. And ends with a day, yeah. That's sick. Alright, well... So, guess what? Do we have for you today? We have a battle. We have a, a Mayhem Monday battle. A death battle, you say? That would be exactly the case. Who's on the pallet for this evening's dinner delight? All right. For the fight. <sighs> okay, looks like we got ourselves a Merlin, the DC comic character. Oliver Queen's enemy. Yes, that's a good way to put it. For those of you who are watching the show Arrow, mm-hmm. which is a huge hit on CW. He is trained by the League of Assassins with one purpose, to kill. All right. Well, that's usually what assassins do, so that kind of kind of coincides, I guess. The other guy we're looking at, yeah, the other guy we're looking at here is also trained to kill. That would be Blade. Blade, the comics version. The comics version, yeah, Blade. They're right. kind of the same as the, the movie. You know version. what? Yeah, He's, I don't I mean, mean to specify. They did a pretty good job with keeping. He fights it kind of vampires. Coherent. He has a sword. He kills. Also known as the Daywalker because he walks during the day as a vampire. Played by Wesley Snipes. <laughs> is he out of prison yet? Didn't know Wesley Snipes was in prison. We'll talk about that later. Alright, so, so, death yes. battle between Blade and Merlin. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Quick rundown on each of the characters. Merlin, uh, basically, you really just need to know he's on the same level as Green Arrow, or like, um, like kind of like, well, I guess as far as DC goes, is Green Arrow. As far as Marvel goes, I could say he's on the level of Hawkeye. You know, kind of like, he's, a, yeah. he's an archer, highly trained, deadly. Sometimes, rarely misses. Yeah, rarely misses. Sometimes uses trick um, arrows, like, such as you know Green Arrow and Hawkeye often do. Like boom um, boom arrows, electric arrows. Boom boom arrows? Yeah, ones that explode. Okay. <laughs> so like looking at like a tribal Indian like <laughs> boom boom stick. Boom boom stick. You mean the shotgun? Okay, well whatever floats your boat. Anyways. <laughs> well, if that's what you want to call it, you're still dead. Uh, and he also actually sometimes uses a jetpack. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the character in the comics, so that's a that's an interesting little additive. He's got some mobility to him beyond just you know running and general assassin skills. You think he could outrun the Dingo? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we also have ourselves on the other end, Blade, who is we you know is kind of partially vampire due to his mom being bit while pregnant with him. And has cool um, fighting skills. Yeah, he's got a lot. Of, he's got a huge list of like martial art stuff and all that jazz. Um, he is immune to um, most of the effects vampires suffer from, like daylight. It doesn't doesn't really bother him or anything. He uh, but he still kind of cra- he still craves blood though. Yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a lot. Where yeah. he has to go out and kill. Exactly. Yeah, he's also immune to like you know other vampire attacks. Like he can't um, he, like the the bite doesn't do anything to him. The hypnosis things or whatever don't do anything to him. Um, he's, uh, he was kind of normal, I guess, for a while until, um, he ran into Morbius, which is a different story altogether, which gave him what what we're going to use in this episode, the, uh, regenerative, um, healing factors, as well as, you know, increased stamina, speed, agility, super heightened senses, you know, everything you would expect out of a comic book. uh, And for those of you who don't know who Morbius is, go ahead and get up on your Spider-Man get up, because Morbius is like a main villain in that. Essentially, he's Dracula of the Marvel world. 
Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, besides Dracula himself, actually. Well, besides Dracula himself, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, all the same, though. So that's what we got running up against us. And what side are you going to take on this one, Josh? Probably Blade. Yeah, probably Blade myself, too. But for the sake of it, just for the sake of the discussion, because it's a Mayhem Monday, I'm going to take Merlin's side on this. You're going to take Merlin on this. I'm going to go ahead and do that, just, just to kind of, uh, you know, field out, see what we can get out okay. of this between the two fighting. Um, my point on this is that um, Merlin is the deadly assassin from afar. Okay. Uh, Blade. He was trained by Rajah Ghoul. That's true. And they did let him let him leave too, which is you know, weird for them. Very very odd. Yeah. Because um, there's only one way out of them. Yeah, it's in yeah, a body right. bag. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a gang. You could go and mash up some some different archetypes now. It's it's perfect. Um, all the same, though, Merlin attacks from a distance. Blade, as far as um, ranged attacks, is kind of limited. He's, he's he's pretty capable of throwing knives. He essentially um, he every now and then shoots a crossbow. Yeah, but for the most part, he's kind of a swordsman kind of a guy, and yeah. like a hand to hand fighter. Um, I can imagine Merlin might be able to hold up to him from the hand to hand hand, but probably not so much of a sword, even though. Most of the uh, legal shadows are highly trained in all weapons. Yeah, since more than mostly sixers range attacks, is pretty, pretty. He's pretty good hand to hand because he beat up Arrow. You yeah, know, hell is yeah. Own. Exactly. So that, I would say he's got that going for him. But I would say that honestly, um, provided Blade didn't see him coming, he could actively assassinate from afar and not have to worry about having to face him hand to hand. He could, but the only thing is, though, is Blade has keen senses. Yes. They're a little stronger. Yep. And he's stronger than a normal human. That's true. And he's faster. Okay. I see what you're getting at. So he's essentially, he's like two people in one. That's sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think in hand-to-hand combat, I don't know if he could outmatch. He probably, for skill-wise, Merlin might have him in skill. Because he's part of the League of Assassins. Yeah, that are a league yeah. of He's got a whole group of people. Yes. Yeah. You've got a trained organization. Whereas Blade's just kind of a one-man show running around. I mean, he, he has his own dude that like tells him. Well, yeah. He has his felicity. That's a good way to put it. Okay. Every every good superhero has their person that's in the background. you got to have an oracle somewhere. Yeah, you got to have an oracle somewhere. you got to either have a uh, side question. Okay. Tony Stark's original name for his AI. Oh, daggummit. Um, you know what? Uh, I was just reading about this the other day, too. It just kind of stuck in my mind. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull it out of thin air right now. Hank. Oh. Oh. That's just a side note. That had nothing really? to do with this yeah. entire thing. Well, yeah, because, um, they weren't planning, because originally, um, the original Iron Man, Jarvis, actually was his butler's Was name. an actual butler. He was a butler. physical butler, butler, much like Alfred is a physical butler. That turned on Batman. his parents a couple times throughout throughout the history of yeah, Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in the more recently adapted versions, um, I guess depending on what storyline you're following, he like kind of paid homage to um, Jarvis by naming him after the AI, I believe. And I think I read somewhere, it might have been some kind of a crazy... Um, theory, but that um, Jarvis was actually his mind was digitized and put into the uh, 
AI system itself. So it was a real divergence. Yeah, yeah. That's a, oh. okay. Well, anyways, so uh, back uh, back to the the point of this mayhem Monday. Of episode. course, is Blade um, and Merlin. Yeah, again, I'm still kind of stuck on like whether or not Marilyn could take him out um, from a distance because that's kind of his thing. But at the same time, um, you're right with the Blade's heightened senses and superhuman abilities. It's totally feasible that he could actually um, miss, and then the next thing you know, Blade's on top of him, and the next thing you know, they're doing hand-to-hand combat, which we've already discussed would be kind of pretty even. Pretty even. I am matched. a big fan of Merlin, though. Too. I mean, well, it's, I like them both. But I think bias aside, though, bias fandom aside, fandom aside, I'd probably have to say Blade would probably win out in the end. Yeah, I think because he's got a healing factor as well. Yeah, Blade would brilliant. take it. Yeah, because he it's almost like he has the Mirakuru. Whoa, he's almost like Slade Wilson. There you go. See, now we're on the. Same I line. feel like he's kind of like Slade Wilson, but he's not. Those of you who don't know, Slade Wilson is kill yourself. One, two, <laughs> Deathstroke. Side note: talked about that so many times on this on this show. Yeah. So don't kill yourself yet. Listen back to the previous... I am a huge all, Green Arrow and Deathstroke fan. All so. the previous episodes of Dogcast. And you'll yeah. catch up on the word Slade Wilson several times, I'm sure. Several times. Maybe, once he, uh, maybe the, that. the occasional Wade Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that pops up from time to time. Sometimes in the same episode, just to cover the same topic just over and over and over again. to cover. But moral of the story, Blade's kind of like a Slade Wilson, but not as advanced. I don't think Merlin could stand a chance against Slade. I think the the thing it comes down to is the healing factor. Exactly. It's, it's one of those kind of underlying things. Great, Merlin got a good shot off on him. Now he's, now, now he's healing physically, and he's now he knows he's being hunted, so yeah. that's a problem for both ends. You know, Blade's a character I don't really know his strength scale. I don't know what he is, a class mutant. But if I had to take a guess, I'd probably put him somewhere with Slade. A little bit below, maybe even. So maybe like a Captain America. I mean... <laughs> Probably about a thousand pounds. I bet you. Okay. I bet okay. you Blake lived a thousand pounds of Merlin. He's just he's, he's an evil Robin Hood, let's be honest here. There you go. That's a good way to put it. So what? Two fifty on a good day? <laughs> so I'm gonna give this to Blade. Are you bench pressing? Is that what the <laughs> point is? <laughs> when it comes down to they wanted to go to Gold's gym, they couldn't settle this hand to hand combat and they're like, let's go down to Gold's gym. And settle this like men. It's time that I guess I wish we were sponsored by Gold's Gym just squat, for the sake of this moment. Just for the sake of this moment? Just for right now. When you go down to the Gems of Gym in California to Gold's Beach to Gold's Gym <laughs> and you train like Arnold did, steroids aside, yeah, yeah. you become Blade. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs, kids. Unless you're already on them. Then stop. That's simple. See? Because superheroes simple don't do drugs... That's not true. Don't say that. That's... More than half of the original heroes were completely hooked. You know, like Hank Pym, his only get-go was the fact that he had that, uh, what, the, the Pym serum, whatever you call it. You know who doesn't do drugs? Superman. And Superman's American. We also hate Superman here on Dogcast. We do. We do. <laughs> and also, so. also, Superman's definitely Kryptonian. So, But, uh... I'm not gonna let that one slide. So we give it to Blade. You're gonna, get it, gonna give it to Blade. Okay. Blade takes the fight... And, well, good night.